Welcome to the Texas Values Report. This is Jonathan Sines, president of Texas Values. Great to be with you on another glorious week in the state of Texas. Boy, blue skies out there. Sun's so bright, I almost couldn't see driving here to the studio this morning and, and driving home yesterday. Hope you're having a great week. And I mean, look, I don't know which parts of the state, what kind of weather you're getting, but it was kind of messy earlier this week. And, there, and look, this show's not about the weather, okay? We talk about the issues of faith, family, and freedom. I'm Jonathan Sines, president of Texas Values. I've got in the studio vice president of Texas Values, David Walls. You see him from time to time. Um, so he's in studio with me here today. If you're watching on Facebook, share this post, like it, put it up on some groups, because we're going to talk about a major election announcement and also some reminders. We're going to go for about 30 minutes. You do not want to miss this show. And look, I'm talking a little bit about the weather, David, because, I mean, I don't think it's, you know, um, wrong to say that it impacts election turnout. When it's cold and wet outside, Texans are not as motivated or as interested in standing in line and going to the polls to vote. And before we get kicked off, I mean, look, I got a couple of major announcements. One of the major announcements on the election, today is the last day of early voting, okay? I'm going to say that several times through this broadcast. Today is the last day of early voting. And if you're listening to this on the radio, because we simultaneously do this on Facebook Live, and we record a studio version of this that plays on Saturday. So if you're hearing this after Friday, election day is November 3rd, Tuesday. That's your last day. But a lot of talk about the last day of early voting, David, because this is our third week of early voting I don't know that we've ever had three weeks of early voting. And so maybe some people have gotten a little comfortable like, oh, I've got another day. I've got another day. No, you don't. The polls close at 7 p.m. today, last day of early voting. Big deal. It, it is a huge deal, Jonathan. And um, uh, just just a couple things for, for folks to remember. What makes voting early sometimes an, an easier thing is in most counties, in fact, I, I think I read in all counties this election, uh, you can go to any early voting location in your county to vote. So I know on election day, in some places, you still might have to show up in your your precinct voting location, although some of that might, might change uh, due to the election as well. But today is the last day to early vote and to vote um, at any early voting location in your county. And look, Jonathan mentioned three weeks of early voting, uh, there has been tremendous turnout across the state of Texas. I was just looking at the numbers. Almost 9 million Texans have already got out to the polls. We have crossed over 50% of registered voters uh, right now. And as of right now, um, we are already above uh, early voting turnout from the 2016 presidential election. And we know there's going to be big turnout today. So um, this is going to be a high turnout election. Uh, obviously, we're still in the in the midst of a, a pandemic. Um, we cannot take anything for granted. We don't know what these um, high turnout numbers are going to mean. Um, we're assuming that Election Day voting is going to be very large as well. But look, uh, at looking at the numbers, Texas is a toss-up. If yeah, you if you I, are I, seeing some of the the New York Times has a has a story out today. Ding ding! That's the second big yeah. major announcement for elections. Texas is a toss-up. I mean, David, we were talking about it this morning. I, you know, usually, I don't say usually, I try to not, and look, I'm looking at my phone because I just shared on Facebook, on my personal page, share this post because we're going to go for about 30 minutes. 
this is a last chance for some of your friends and family to know because maybe you've been telling them and they don't believe it. I was talking to some friends yesterday. I don't like saying it. Um, I don't like saying that Texas is a toss-up. And look, this show is about voter education and getting people out. Toss-up meaning, really, are you going to have liberal, conservative? Are you going to have faith and family values? Are you going to have pro-abortion values? And, and even though it's talked about in the toss-up of red versus blue, um, and, and some people think that from the party perspective, we're talking about it, though, because typically that means you know the values that we care about mostly represented um and so that could you could see a major change in that and a lot of people don't believe it happened or they think okay this is just a liberal media reporting it if you care about faith family and freedom and you haven't voted yet there are a lot of other people that have and they're ready to take your values away okay and so traditionally you see um you know more of your liberal voters voting early conservatives voting later we were talking about this earlier in the week whatever the case may be and yeah, you look at those thresholds and, and that you've seen almost more people that have voted this election in the entire election four years ago, and we haven't even gotten to election day. You know, we could see 80% turnout. I mean, voter registrations are way up. And so this is a different election than we've ever really seen. And so you hear it a lot of times, people are like, oh, everyone's got to go vote. Every vote counts. That's always true. And I think it's it's a little bit more exacerbated, or it's almost a little more true, if I could even say it that way. It's more extreme when you think about uh, the voting numbers that we're seeing in the state of Texas and just um, how huge it's been with three weeks of early voting, with a major presidential election, a U.S. Senate race on the ballot, and almost like this, I don't know, tipping point, if you will. Uh, and, and so just a lot of reasons for people to know, you know, if you need another one, whatever you need to get motivated, we're not trying to uh, instill fear in you from, you know, from some shock value so we can have more people viewing this Facebook post. Uh, we're trying to give you some information because we don't want you to wake up Wednesday morning and go, oh, I didn't realize, you know, there was all these things going on. Oh, it's it's a real active election, maybe yeah. the most we've ever seen in our generation. Yeah. Well, and and Jonathan said this, we've said this, look, the only, the only poll that matters is election day yeah. and, uh, and the results. And, um, you know, we'll, we'll see if some of these polls end up being accurate. We, we know in 2016 there were, there were some that weren't, there were some that were. Uh, but here's the reality of the situation. Most likely, from the top of the ticket down to important congressional races, a U.S. Senate race, Texas House races, State Board of Education races, in many places across the state of Texas, like for me, uh, here in the city of Austin, we've got city council. Oh, we've got, that's a great We've point. got bond issues. Um, who wins, which candidate wins, likely will come down to who gets out and votes today on the last day of yeah. early voting and on Tuesday on Election Day. Let me say that again. From what we're seeing, the numbers, the early voting numbers, the trends that we typically see that Jonathan was laying out, many races from the top of the ticket all the way down will likely be decided by who turns out to vote today and Tuesday. We have a lot of folks that engage with us. Um, you know, we should mention we've got a, a comprehensive voter's guide available at freevotersguide.com. Right if you're watching on Facebook, I got it right here on the back of my yeah. laptop. Go it's put not your, that hard to remember, though. No, freevotersguide.com. Put your address in. You can view uh, your um, personalized voter guide. You can also view the, the full statewide voter's guide for, for all the candidates. Um, but Look, we know we have a lot of engaged folks with us at Texas Values. I, I would bet a, a large percentage of our uh, engaged supporters have probably already voted. That's great. 
We need you to remind your friends, your family, your neighbors to get out and vote. If you could get, if we could get everyone to remind three to five people over the next few days, encourage them to get out and vote. Share with them our free voters guide. Look, we got one Sunday, and I'm, I may be stealing Jonathan's thunder again, but uh, we got one Sunday, it, one Sunday no. before election day. This has been a challenging year. It's been a challenging year for the church with, with everything that's gone on. We recognize that there is so much going on. Uh, but look, we got one Sunday to remind Christians, people of faith, the importance of getting out to vote. And we've got some great resources to do that as well at txvalues.org slash church. Uh, they're called our Honoring God 2020. We've got some great videos. I was just um, texting with one of our great pastor friends here in the Austin area, and uh, he saw one of our um, Honoring God videos for the first time yesterday, and he's like, can you please send me that? We're going to play that in our in our church to remind folks to vote this Sunday. That's why those videos are there. We've got bulletin inserts. We've got a prayer guide. Uh, just a, a lot of great resources available, both at freevotersguide.com and at txvalues.org slash church. We're trying to do everything we can um, to make sure that um, folks get out and vote because it, it is important. Well, and look, I'm looking on my feed here. I'm watching along. I see Mark Teague is watching, Ron Klaus. I don't even know if you like us. I guess you do. I'm just looking through Steve Beasley. Look, keep sharing this post. we got about 15, 16 minutes left in the broadcast, and we want people to be informed of what's going on. Wake up, people. It's time to vote. Many of you are already at work probably, right? I mean, uh, my kids have something weird, not weird, but they've got parent-teacher conferences, so they're at home, they're, um, and one of them is going to be with me later. But so I don't know what your schedule looks like today, but uh, there's already two, two hours that have been eliminated from your last day to vote early. So the polls are open to 7 p.m. tonight for last day of early voting. If you're in line by 7, um, they're supposed to continue to allow you to vote even if there's a line. I bet you there is going to be, though. It's Friday. People got a little more flexible time. Oh, my gosh. Last day of early voting. And why does that matter? Because usually you have more flexibility within your county. Um, I vote at Randall's. A lot of somebody, people were joking about that. They were like, you get to vote in the grocery store? I've never seen it before, but they have this little, like, section. It's almost like a little coffee cafe. I don't ever, anyway, that, that's where they always do the voting. So it's very convenient, but maybe your polling place usually is not all that convenient. And maybe like on your way home, I used to have this happen to me. You you know, there's another location. Um, when I used to live in Buda, the Buda City Hall um, was an early voting place. And sometimes that was convenient. Whatever the case may be, it just can be a little bit more flexible on early voting um, days because maybe you got your polling place wrong or whatever um, the case may be. And so the other thing is, there's going to be huge turns out on election day, one way or another. There will be lines. I, I'm, I promise you. Uh, I could be wrong. I don't think I'm going to be, though. And so think about from that perspective um, to get in, whatever the case may be. Here's the other thing, David, on when it comes to voting is do it now. OK, and I had to do that the other day. I was like, eh, maybe I'll go on Friday. Maybe I'll wait till election day. I'm like, no, something could come up, some emergency. You never know. It, do it today. All right. Some of that's the teaching you and I've talked about. I'm trying to learn about, you know, how to just harness today, not, not, not think about tomorrow, not think about yesterday. And so, but we talked about the whole ballot though, David, and freevotersguide.com. I could call it the Christian Voters Guide if I wanted to. Uh, you could certainly think of it that way because we cover a lot of the issues that Christians care about, that ask the questions that you want to know. 
freevotersguide.com. But one thing you won't see on there is a lot of detailed information for the local candidates. Don't be surprised by that. I mean, we can only cover so much ground with our voters guide, but we've got um, on um, if you want to talk to your friends, you want to send me an email or whatever, I might be able to give you some insight on some local elections. But because of the coronavirus, a lot of those local elections got pushed to November. That's usually in May, right? The city where I live, Cedar Park, we've got several city council seats. Leander School Board in, in the area that I live. Wherever you live, it's likely the same. Ask some of your friends. Ask some of the people that you trust um, where those candidates stand. I might be able to answer some of those questions or somebody locally that you know, but they're on the ballot. And it doesn't mean the ballot's that long. Okay, but we don't want you to be surprised by that when you go, oh, this doesn't have the party affiliation. I'm not sure what to do. I didn't realize this was going to be on the ballot. No straight party ticket. You've got to go to each candidate. All right. I had somebody that I won't even come close to naming sent me a text message last night um, asking me some questions about some of these things. The secretary of state's office has great information about registration. So maybe you moved in your county. Maybe you moved from county to county. Some of those things. There are some exceptions. So don't just think, oh, that means I can't vote. Go and ask the people at the polling location, all right? At least make an effort to see if there's a way, if you're not sure um, about where your status is as far as the registration. David, let's talk about, though, and look, we're only at 12. I'm looking online. There's only 12 people watching simultaneously. Come on, we can do better than that. Share this post, like it, put it in a group. Let's at least get up to 50, all right? We've got 12 minutes left. I feel like I'm in a telethon, all right? You can donate to us, by the way, at txvalues.org to help us with the work we're doing. We're almost at the end of the month, okay? We've got to pay our bills. David, some big races, though, okay? Obviously, the presidential getting a lot of attention, rightly so. Donald Trump seeking re-election. Joe Biden, former vice president, looking to become president for the first time. A lot's been made of Kamala Harris here in Texas. You know, some people saying, don't California, my Texas, because of her. Um, a lot of different narratives that you're seeing. The Trump trains. I mean, just a lot of interesting things for this election cycle um, and being made a really, uh, I felt like, kind of... Um, fun, if you will, but well put together a video by Ali Best Stuckey the other day. Just a lot of activity on one side or the other on some of these election issues being made of the personalities. But let's talk about, you know, where things are on these issues, all right? A lot of people concerned about Joe Biden and his views on the life issue. A lot of people in Christian circles talking about, is Trump the most pro-life president ever? I mean, just a lot of dialogue on that. Um, a lot of people talking about how long Joe Biden's been in office before, um, as it opposed to Trump. They're looking at some of the policies of Kamala Harris, uh, putting those um, those personalities together with Vi Vice President Pence. I mean, I don't. We don't have a lot um, enough time to cover all that. My point is, a lot of attention around the presidential. And rightly so. All right. So freevotersguide.com has got some great resources. But here in the state of Texas, one race that's getting a lot of attention is the race with Chip Roy and Wendy Davis. Big congressional seat in central Texas. Yeah, this is a, uh, a very big race. We're seeing um, at least media reports saying unprecedented, almost U.S. Senate level uh, dollars pouring into a congressional uh, seat. And again, this is a seat that runs um, pretty much, I believe, from from northern uh, San Antonio into um, just south of uh, the Austin area, and you've got uh, Chip Roy, who is a um, has been viewed as uh, one of the um, conservative members of Congress. Uh, he also formerly worked at the Attorney General's office. This worked is true. Uh, worked for Senator uh, Ted Cruz. 
uh, for a while, and he is being uh, challenged by uh, Wendy Davis. And if uh, folks remember, Wendy Davis was um, formerly in the in the Texas Senate, um, kind of most well known for a uh, what ended up being a failed um, attempt to block a uh, pro-life piece of legislation, a failed filibuster at the end of the day, uh, because that bill did end up passing. But that is she is known for and, and touts her um, her pro-abortion views. So the life issue is on the ballot in, in a lot of ways and is certainly the case on that race. But I also just want to circle back for just a minute uh, when Jonathan was talking about the, the top of the ticket and the, and the stakes. I mean, we can't also um, uh, just have to talk a little bit about, about what happened today. We have a new United States Supreme Court justice. Ooh, no doubt. Um, ju- justice now, Amy Coney Barrett, uh, on Monday evening, was confirmed by the United States Senate. Uh, we thank Senator Cornyn, who's on the ballot. Yep. Uh, we thank Senator Cruz. Both were enthusiastic supporters and voted for uh, her confirmation. I mean, look, let, let's let's just be real here. If um, if Trump wasn't in office, do we see a Justice Amy Coney Barrett being confirmed? No, Someone with her level don't. of background, um, her um, understanding of the Constitution, uh, her belief on the on the pro-life issue and the sanctity of human life. I mean, that's a pretty good reminder a few days before election about what's at stake here. And so we are um, we are very thrilled um, that uh, Justice Amy Coney Barrett is now on the United States Supreme Court. And uh, what a great reminder for voters all across the nation to to get an understanding that uh, who yeah, we what, put in what's your, what's uh, elections yeah. matter. Elections yeah. matter. Well, and, and what you're voting for on the ballot. Do you I mean, and look, if you don't like Amy Coney Barrett, OK, <laughs> that tells you, OK, well, then I don't know. how. I don't know how if you've heard her life story, how we could not like. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I'm just saying I'm not saying you. No, I know. I'm, I'm just, saying like if you're one of our listeners yeah. or you're listening, if, if it's if you don't like Amy Coney Barrett, then that tells you, OK, I want to vote for someone who would vote for a different type of Supreme Court justice. But that identity and that Supreme Court justice gives you an idea of a voter. That's what the president's like. That's what the candidates like that I may or may not want to vote for. And so it was really center stage for several weeks. And um, look, it looked like they were going to push the Democrats were going to push hard against her. And then eventually they cooled off, you know, for whatever reasons. I'm sure there was some strategy, but she certainly got some negative attention at first or they tried unsuccessfully because she was so good. I mean, she was strong. And so major accomplishment, though, for the Trump administration in a small amount of time. I I wasn't so sure that it was going to happen because of the timing with the election. And it got done. And um, and it seemed like some people were sort of ignoring it on Monday, acting like it wasn't all that big of a deal. Uh, I believe the first Supreme Court justice that have school age children that she's still raising. uh, That's kind of neat. And I think a lot of moms you know, my wife was in, and I hope you don't get upset with me, babe. She was like, she pays attention to the work we do, okay? But she was really talking about this more than some of the other things we do. And, you know, when, when the when the speech was like, you know, come look, watch. And I mean, and so I love to see her get involved and be interested. But I think part of it, you know, is being able to identify. Amy Coney Barrett has seven kids. We have six kids, okay? For a lot of moms and women out there going, look at this, you know? And, and, and that's not to suggest that there was some doubt that a woman could rise to this level or a woman with, you know, school-aged children. Uh, it's a, really, it's a, it's a representation of, of how strong women are, how strong she is, and how important they are, as, as we would all know to anyone that, you know, will suggest otherwise. So it was exciting for a lot of women to see a way they could identify with someone who's in such an important legal position. And by the way, 
lifetime appointment, okay? Uh-huh. And she is younger than a lot of the other judges on the court. So very interesting. And, and that points to two. Um, there's some other, you know, that congressional race the, that relates to things um, not directly, but who you're electing at the federal level, but the, the presidential. Some state house seats, though, getting a lot of attention. Um, one that, that a lot of people have written about, articles have written about, is it an indicator of the state going one way or another, so to speak, is House District 45, just south of the Austin area. This is Hayes and Blanco County. This is San Marcos. This is Buda. This is Kyle, I believe, Driftwood, Wimberley. A lot of those areas. Uh, Carrie Isaac is challenging Aaron Zweener. Carrie Isaac's the Republican. Aaron Zweener is the Democrat. And Carrie Isaac, pro-life, pro-religious freedom. Her husband had that seat for uh, three or four terms. He decided to run for Congress, did not win, did not run for re-election. That seat was open. Aaron Zweener won it last time. Aaron Zweener was one of the founding members of the LGBT caucus. She also was one of the leaders to take down the Religious Liberty Save Chick-fil-A Religious Freedom Bill. Um, That ended up not being successful, similar to Wendy Davis. It was down for a brief amount of time, but did end up getting passed. Aaron Zweener voted against uh, and didn't support the Born Alive Infant Protection Act. So some big differences in the candidates uh, there for huge, voters to look at. Huge difference. Uh, huge difference. And uh, uh, another, uh, you know, uh, vote uh, was uh, um, or, uh, Aaron Zweener signed on, co-authored a, a extremely radical and controversial bill that sought to ban certain types of Christian counseling. Let me yeah. Let me repeat that. Ban certain types of Christian counseling as it related to uh, LGBT issues. So um, again, if, if you go to uh, freevotersguide.com uh, and um, and look at click into once you, uh, click into the uh, the candidates and there is a summary of scorecard information from organizations like us and organizations on the other side. But um, you know our partner organization Texas Values Action has a legislative scorecard. If you're voting for um, uh, a, a state house race, uh, if they were, if they're an incumbent, we have a great resource that has their voting records spelled out on uh, issues we work on, on life issue, on religious liberty, on marriage, family, uh, human sexuality. Go check out um, Texas Values Action Scorecard, and you can just simply see where where the candidates stand. As we we talk about so much, uh, there's a lot of rhetoric. Uh, come election season, yeah. sometimes it's important to look how, at the facts. How do you facts. spell that word, David? Rhetoric. <laughs> I'll, I'll let you do that. <laughs> so we're uh, almost out of time. Yeah. Doesn't it go fast? It does. When you're, I'm, I'm in here every week, right? And David comes in from time to time, but I'm always like, I finish and I'm like, Is there Man. a rally we need to talk about? I know. We got two other events I got to mention. We have a huge event, okay? Big, huge, okay? Huge event on Sunday in the Houston area. And it's also going to be live streamed, okay? So if you don't want to make the the trip to Houston, we'd love to see you. Grace Church in the Woodlands. We have a Facebook page. It's also on our events page on our website. Six o'clock Sunday, we're going to have a vote biblical values rally, a get out the vote for Christians and so on for Texans across the state that care about these values of faith, family, and freedom. We want you to be informed. We want you to know some of the reasons, where things stand, why it's still important. You think, oh, I've already voted. Go tell five friends. We're going to have some great speakers there. Pastor Steve Riggle, the host uh, of the the event, Grace Woodlands, he's fantastic. Rick Green of Wall Builders. Uh, he's called America's Constitution Coach, and he knows what he's talking about. He's going to give you some biblical references and some constitutional references about Christians being involved in voting. Pastor Dave Welch, Texas Pastor Council, Ann Hedinger with Concerned Women for America of Texas. Did you see that pink bus that made its way through the state I, I did. With, with Amy Coney Barrett? Um, 
Anyway, a lot of fun they're having, but she's going to talk to about some important issues. Um, Family Research Council is going to have a representative there. Our good friend Joseph Backholm is going to be there. I know I'm forgetting somebody. Um, help me out here, David. Well, our own Pastor, Pastor Tovar, Jorge Tovar, Tovar yeah. is going to be there. And I say biblical values translated because he's fluent in Spanish. He's going to throw in a little Spanglish. He's going to put a little Spanish in there, a little Spanish twist there, um, and give you some perspective from what's, you know, some Spanish-speaking people that are Christians, Hispanics, Latinos, people that care about some of these issues, what they're saying in a lot of predominantly Spanish-speaking churches. Um, but check it out. Um, it's on our Facebook event page Sunday, 6 p.m. If you can't make the drive on Sunday to be there with us in person, we'd love to have you there. We're going to live stream it. So and statewide, then, statewide live statewide. streaming. Yes. Yeah. It's not just a Houston event. It's just being hosted there. Um, and then we've got one minute. I'm going to try to get this up to the camera. November 13th, our Faith, Family, and Freedom Gala. Matthew West coming back for one of our events. It's an encore. You don't want to miss it. We're only selling 300 tickets, okay? So you're going to be able to get up close and personal with Matthew West. We're going to have some great elected officials there, too, to give you updates on what's happening on our values after the election and a moment and some time to be encouraged because we've got great work to do one way or another on faith, family, and freedom, regardless of how the elections turn out. But last day of early voting is today, Friday to 7. Main election day, Tuesday, November 3rd. There are a whole host of reasons why you want to make sure you get out, why you want to make sure your friends and family get out. And don't think they probably voted. I texted and emailed some people yesterday, some, you know, and who I thought maybe they had already voted. Some had, some hadn't. Some felt like, oh, you know, there's probably not much reason to go vote. You know, my election is going to turn out the right way. Take nothing for granted, my friends. Government belongs to those who show up, and you got to show up the polls if you want your values represented. Uh, so we're going to have some big updates next week on the Texas Values Report. If you care about our work, support us at txvalues.org, and we'll talk to you next week about faith, family, and freedom in Texas.